the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, August the 2nd, 2023, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1776, members of the Second Continental Congress began attaching their signatures to the Declaration of Independence. That was the event where John Hancock, he said, I'm going to write my name in extra large letters so the king can be sure to see that my name is on this list. Today in 1873, inventor Andrew Holliday successfully tested a cable car that he had designed for the city of San Francisco. Today in 1876, frontiersman Wild Bill Hickok, he was shot and killed while playing poker at a saloon in Deadwood, Dakota Territory. Jack McCall shot him. Jack McCall was later hanged. Today in 1921, a jury in Chicago acquitted several former members of the Chicago White Sox uh, baseball team and two others. Uh, They had been conspiring to defraud the public in the notorious Black Sox scandal. They were fixing the scores of games and, and betting and so on. Today in 1922, Alexander Graham Bell, the inventor of the telephone, he died in Nova Scotia. He was 75 years old. Today, in 1939, Albert Einstein signed a letter to President Franklin D. Roosevelt urging creation of an atomic weapons research program. And today, in 1990, Iraq invaded Kuwait, seizing control of the oil-rich emirate. The Iraqis were driven out by the U.S. in Operation Desert Storm, and it was done so very um, vigorously. And the United States performed then our service and so on, service people. They were terrific in Operation Desert Storm. And some of you who are in that are listening to this program as we speak, I'm sure, because I know some of you do listen quite regularly. Thank you for your service. And to all who serve to protect our country and they love our country and they want to put themselves out there for the country, thank you. In Psalm 117, it's an interesting chapter because it only has one verse. But the verse says, and the whole of the chapter says, O praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. It has two verses. I'm sorry I misspoke. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 118 begins, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Psalm 118 concludes, Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Sometimes it's difficult to feel like we want to give praise for anything because sometimes we're going through such dark 
challenging times, particularly in America today. We are seeing things happen in our culture that we have never, ever seen before. It's perplexing. It's confusing. And if people are not informed, not just aware of the headlines, but informed as to what's happening in our our nation, they become stricken with anxiety and fear. And we're seeing people, anxiety is becoming one of the, the major issues in American culture today. And part of it, perhaps most of it, can be put at the feet of the times in which we live. They're perilous times. Everything everything in our culture seems to be running counter to what is normal and natural. In God's plan, the way God planned for things to work and nature and the universe and our planet that he's given us to live on and so on. So it is very confusing. It's very disturbing to people, and I I understand that. Yesterday afternoon, the federal judge assigned the January 6th case against former President Donald Trump. He was appointed by former President Barack Obama, who also, he's also a donor to the Obama political operation, this judge, you can, you can see where he's going to go, but he will be the judge. Trump, Trump has been indicted. This is the third time late yesterday afternoon, the third time that Trump has been indicted. They are trying to destroy a political enemy. This is not about justice. It's not about righteousness. It's not about doing the right thing because they have this mountain of this army of people around Joe Biden and his son and they're quote-unquote business, and they're doing nothing about it. The Republicans are pushing forward an investigation, and they're doing good work in spite of the resistance of the Department of Justice, the FBI, and all of the institutions that are supposed to be committed to America, and they've been co-opted and hijacked by the left, by specifically by the Biden family and his cohorts. And they're doing a good job in spite of the resistance. But this about Trump, whether you like Trump or you don't like Trump, whether you voted for him or didn't vote for him, whether you would vote for him or you would not, put that aside for the moment. This is unreal, what they're doing to this man. Anything to win another election. And believe me, the person that tells you, oh, it's about justice, it's about doing what's right, they're either horribly uninformed, or they're lying to you. This is about politics. It's about someone who is hated by the far left, but it's about someone who stands between the Democratic Party. And I don't know that it will be Joe Biden when we come down to Election Day next year. Maybe it will be, but we'll see. But whomever, this is about politics. It's about power. And it's about money. The special counsel, Jack Jack Smith's indictment of former President Trump yesterday afternoon, it matched what has become a very familiar pattern. Have you noticed this? I could talk about this for a long time this morning. I'm not going to do it. But have you noticed there's a familiar pattern that's developing with this at least three or four times? Trump is indicted on the same day as or the day after 
some kind of bad legal news emerges about President Joe Biden and his family. Four times this has happened over the last number of months. Every time there's something about to come out that really makes Joe Biden and Hunter and his family, the brother and sister and all those people, look bad. There's there's an indictment on Trump the day before or the day of the announcement that they found corruption on the Biden family. Every time. I mean... It could be coincidental, but, I mean, it doesn't look coincidental, I'll tell you. It looks like a pattern to me. We'll stay, we'll keep you posted on that, and we'll stay very much informed on it. I'm following it very closely. I didn't think there was a lot to talk about today, except it's one more one more indictment against Trump. I I think somebody added up this morning. I saw a news piece by somebody. I can't remember which one. I read a lot of news this morning. But I um, I noticed that somebody had added up the years, uh, potentially. And if all of, if Trump is charged and if these charges stick and he's found guilty on all of the charges that are presently against him now in the indictments, it would be 500 and now 514 years in prison. It could be. That would be the maximum. 514 years on a former president. You tell me. But the greatest battle that we're fighting in our country, I believe, is that that's being fought on the front of education. A part of the problem that we have in America today is that we have convinced several generations of children that America is bad. The Founding Fathers were a bunch of white guys trying to act like little gods, and I'm quoting from some of the things that have been said recently about our nation. They don't care that the all these white guys signed the Declaration of Independence beginning today in history. They don't care about any of that. They call it progress, and they want to move on. They want to remake America. They want Obama probably said that a hundred times in his presidency, maybe more. We're remaking America. We're making progress. They're always making progress, remaking something. But you look, walk through downtown Seattle and praise God if you don't get shot, or Portland, or San Francisco. San Francisco is probably the pit of the pit. Newsom and these guys have taken taken California, and this is what the leftist policies do. They destroy. They destroy a nation. They destroy a city a community, a state, they destroy. They do not build anything. There is nothing that we can point to that has been successful and has been a blessing to the people that has been birthed out of leftist ideology. Karl Marx said the education of all children from the moment that they can get along without a mother's care shall be in the state institutions. Karl Marx. You say, well, I mean, nobody cares what Karl Marx said. Oh, yeah, they do. Marxism is so laced into our system of life in America. It's astounding when you begin to turn on the light and pull back the the curtains. It's amazing. It's now cultural Marxism, but it's the same ideology. It's destructive. It's anti-God, anti-biblical. It's destructive. And the path to success is always through our children. 
always. They want to educate the next generation. Abraham Lincoln recognized that in his day. He said the ideology in the in the classroom in, in one generation is the ideology in the government in the next. I'm paraphrasing. So people recognize this, but sometimes to take a stand and actually do something about it is so costly that people just tend not to do it. They say, well, I, I, I don't want to get involved in that. But fortunately, some are. Vladimir Lenin, who was a student of Marxism, he said, give me four years to teach the children, and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. Of course, he didn't recognize the power of God to transform. But he knew the power of teaching children. He knew that could change a culture. So did Karl Marx and others who followed and mimicked their ideology. The Bible says in Proverbs 22.6, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. God recognizes, of course, that we train up a child and they become what they think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God created things that way. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 19 says, And ye shall teach them your children, talking about the principles, the laws of the Lord, and ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them, when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thy, thou risest up. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, gives instruction to fathers and tell, tells us fathers to be careful. Trade up a child in the right way. It says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. In Psalm 78, for he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. And on and on. I mean, there's just verses I could read them for an hour or more. The Bible is very, very clear about the importance of children and education and teaching the children the ways of the Lord, teaching them the right things, not the wrong things. Now we flip that in America, and we are on a path that's taking us toward destruction. But I want to tell you, there are those that are taking a stand, and they, they are creating change in this downward, destructive, suicidal path that we've chosen to take, the left has chosen to take in America, and they're in power today. Hopefully they will not be in the next election, whatever that takes to get that many votes to overcome all that's going on behind the scenes in voting. That's a discussion for another day. But NBC News is getting a little nervous. I think they're getting sweaty palms. They came out with this story. That it's kind of fair, but it's not fair. They don't want to go at this because they know that they'll be probably overreaching, and people won't receive their message. That's my take on NBC News. But NBC News says that amid the ongoing debate over what is being taught in schools nationwide, dozens of K-12 kids, students, schools, 
are using curriculum materials designed by a conservative Christian college to offer a different approach to history lessons that critics contend gloss over darker elements of the U.S. of U.S. history. They're talking about Hillsdale College in Michigan. They say they're behind. NBC says they're behind the 1776 curriculum, which provides history and civics lessons for K through 12 classrooms, and they're concerned about this. NBC, I mean, their concern is all over. They're they're sweaty palms. They don't like what's happening here because it's really getting some traction. And I think we all should know about it. And we should praise the Lord for what's happening. The left is fearful of the truth. They're always trying to erase it. So what is the 1776 curriculum? The Hillsdale 1776 curriculum, they say, on their webpage. And I wrote an article on this today. And you should take a look at that. Just be aware. Man, if you have kids... um, don't send them to public education. It's an indoctrination exercise for your children. Honestly, it is. And I wasn't saying that 10 years ago. Not because I didn't believe it, but it just hadn't reached this boiling point. But this Hillsdale 1776 curriculum, as they define it on their own website, and I have links to all of this on this article that I've written. It's at Faith and Freedom. Dot us our website they say that students who are using this curriculum learn about american history from the colonies through the civil war at four different times during their k through 12 years each time increasing in depth the curriculum also includes american history since the civil war american government civics for middle and high school students when is the last time you heard civics mentioned in the context of education This curriculum provides teachers with guidance. This is from their website. Provides teachers with guidance, not dictates, about how to plan and teach a given topic in American history or civics. This guidance includes Hillsdale College vetted books, online courses, other resource recommendations, lists of content topics, stories to tell, questions to ask of students, keys to the lesson, They clarify important points for teachers to keep in mind, student-ready primary sources and sample assignments, activities, and assessments. A little bit about Hillsdale College. The curriculum is a product of their own professors, some of the very best K-12 teachers, both past and present. They have done a great job. They say future history units are in development and published units will continue to be updated in response to conservative feedback and consideration. In an interview on Friday, this past Friday, Kathleen O'Toole, the assistant provo for the K-12 education at Hillsdale, she told the Christian Post that the school's provision of curriculum and instruction materials to other educational institutions is not a new concept. No, it isn't a new concept. Noah Webster the founder of what we know as modern-day education, had a very different view. Noah Webster said things like, and I'm quoting him directly, the Bible was America's basic textbook in all fields. He says, God's word contained in the Bible has furnished all necessary rules to direct our conduct. He said, the brief exposition of the Constitution of the United States will unfold to young persons the principles and Republican government and it is the sincere desire of the writer himself 
that our citizens should early understand that the genuine source of correct Republican principles is the Bible, particularly the New Testament or the Christian religion. The religion which has introduced civil liberty is the religion of Christ and his disciples, which enjoins humility, piety, and benevolence. And he goes on. That is the attitude of our founding fathers. And now they're being called little gods. They're being mocked by education, generally speaking. Hillsdale has been, I've been aware of Hillsdale for a long time and have been in contact with him. And we, Marjorie and I have donated some money to them over the years. But Hillsdale College was founded in 1844 as a non-denominational Christian institution, started its work with K-12 through grade levels in 1919. They've been around a while. The year, and they take no federal money, zero. That's significant, in my view at least. But the Hillsdale Academy, the web the webpage described it as a private classical Christian school owned and operated by Hillsdale College. Hillsdale has charter schools in over a dozen states, as well as non-member schools that use its curriculum materials, and more and more are asking for it, as I understand. The 1776 curriculum offers lesson plans that guide teachers on how to instruct their students on topics related to American history and civics. The curriculum is available for free, which O'Toole said is possible due to the gifts from donors highlighting how Hillsdale does not accept any federal or state money. She said that the public and Christian schools have adopted curriculum as well as families. She said some individual families have contacted Hillsdale and they've gotten the materials for homeschooling, for teaching their, their children at home. History is the story of the past, and the study of history is an effort to uncover the truth in the past about our American history, she says. So how do we put these two pieces of information together? She said it's very, very complicated sometimes, the history. She she said, for example, Thomas Jefferson, America's third president, the writer of the Declaration of Independence, as an example, she said, noting how he wrote, all men are created equal in the Declaration of Independence, yet she said he held slaves. She said the the, the secular response to that is to just say, see, they were all bad guys. But she said, you got to look at this in the context of the time in which he lived, and you got to look at it in the context of what he said about slavery. These are the men that set the stage for Abraham Lincoln to later come and lead a war between ourselves over the moral issue of slavery. And nobody in education gives any credence to that. And that's part of the problem of our public education. It's built on lies and and misinformation. And it's what they leave out. And yet, now NBC is taking this kind of this mantle upon themselves, and they're sort of leading the march to expose, because this thing is really catching on. Hillsdale does outstanding work. I mean... The people that are involved in that school, I, I don't, I don't have any, uh, as they say, skin in the game. I mean, I'm not involved with them in any, any formal way, but I have watched them over the years. They're not the only one, but they're they're certainly a leader among leaders, and they're doing the right thing and they're producing this material with high, high intellectual input from true conservatives and biblical Christians for the most part.
So they put this all together, and it is, it's astounding because the minute conservatives or Christians begin to, um, begin to get traction, the left just comes out in, in, in force. And that's exactly what's happening against Hillsdale now. So what's wrong with Hillsdale and this 1776 curriculum? This James Grossman, he's the executive director of American Historical uh, Association. He's criticized Hillsdale's curriculum, alleging that the material does not properly cover topics that don't promote a patriotic view of the country. So that's what they're charging Hillsdale with. They say, well, your history doesn't put down America. Well, it doesn't need to. If you're telling the truth, you're just telling the truth. So what are they trying to do is is to replace an approach to teaching that teaches students, Grossman says, how to think with an approach that teaches students what to think. Grossman is accusing conservatives, and specifically in this case Hillsdale, but it would be all of us who agree with that. He's saying that we're trying to teach kids what to believe not how to find the truth and how to think and make our own decisions, our children's own decisions. That's exactly what the left does. And the left has a habit of always blaming conservatives for doing what they themselves are doing. Watch that. I mean, that idiom is never, never wrong. They always do that. They will They will take what good, decent, God-fearing, hard-working, good people are doing who are conservative and or Christian, and they will accuse them of doing what they're doing. That's happening with the Trump, the crusade against Donald Trump. Now it's the same thing. While Joe Biden is enriching himself and his family through money from America's enemies, really China in particular, while he's doing that, they are destroying Trump for all of these number of indictments now that they placed against him. It, it just and they're calling Trump corrupt while they cover for the probably the most corrupt president we've had in the history of our nation, at least recent history. So here's the bottom line. Hillsdale it isn't just Hillsdale, it's every school and educator that disagrees with the leftist view. NBC News says but Hillsdale's critics have had little power to stop Republican office holders. And that's the bottom line. That's why they're so upset. They've had little power to stop this. Because America's getting sick and tired of all of this that's being put on our, our children, our kids. It's Marxism in its purest form. It's cultural Marxism. They're trying to indoctrinate our children, and successfully so. Watch these little kids running around. The earth's going to burn up tomorrow. The sky is falling. They're running around, they're believing all this junk that they're being taught. And it is not only destroying the lives of our children, who are a gift from God, but it is destroying a nation that was built under God for Christian purposes. Well, Gary, I'm not sure about that. Well, we need to be sure because that's what the founders said. You can disagree with it, but when you start saying that doesn't exist, There is a mountain of evidence that that's what our founding fathers had in mind. And Noah Webster, the father of public education as we know it, he said it's all got to be based on biblical teaching or biblical morals or it'll collapse. So you can fill in the blanks. 
it's collapsing. But thank God there are people taking the right steps and there are corrections being made. Hey, thank you so much for being with me today. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. Thank you for your support. We need it. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.